hosts, Rob Velazzi and Jason Dominique, and their guests are not financial advisors unless otherwise disclaimed. The content on Today at Ember is for educational and entertainment purposes only and merely cite their own personal opinions. Know that all investments involve some form of risk. Please work with an investment professional. And now on to today's episode with Today at Ember. Hello. Welcome to episode 15 of Today at Amber. I am your host, Rob Velazzi. I'm joined with my co-host here, which is co-CEO Jason Dominique. Today we have a pretty special episode. For those of you who are listening on our podcast format, I do implore you to please try to join us at youtube.com slash Amber channel or always join us on our Facebook page. Because today we're going to be doing something that I'm sure a lot of our community has been waiting for for a very long time. We're going to be leaving a live product demo showing our newest and I guess one of our greatest products that we're going to be launching here at Amber. And for those that are that are joining us live and watching us on those channels, please, we'll be taking your live questions as well. But I do want to go ahead and bring in my co-host here, Jason Dominique. Jason, how are you doing? It's a very exciting day for us today. Yes, yes, Rob. This is weeks and, uh, you know, I'd like to say months, even though we're still quite young. But um, it's a lot of work. And a couple of days ago, we wrapped up uh, what we could consider a proof of concept in a production environment of the latest, you know, product that we're about to to release. So uh, pretty exciting stuff. And today we're, you know, we're going to test out and try to describe it as much as possible for people listening in rather than watching in. But yeah, exciting stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And this is happening live. So there may be some hiccups, of course, when it comes to just the way they're presenting this, because sometimes this program that we're using Riverside, sharing different screens can be sometimes a little fumbly. But the actual product itself, we this is up and running. This is you know really what's happening on the engineering side. This is working 100%. We, of course, are going to be working, as we spoke about you know, the past couple of weeks, of the people that we brought in about bringing the right copy. And of course, when it comes to Superside and the wonderful design that we have planned out to make us beautiful and crisp. But we don't want to wait that long. We wanted to be able to show you guys what this is working right now. This is able to be used. And we're using live examples. And I think this is going to be really exciting for our community. And we're also going to go ahead and break down, you know, a little bit of numbers there towards the end and showing how impactful this will be not only for the company, but also when it comes to our token itself. Absolutely right, Rob. So let me just uh, set the stage, you know, quickly before we start doing any demo. So essentially in the past few shows, we've been sort of building up the explanation about, you know, this product and everything. But for those who are just joining us and this is the first episode they're listening in, so with with Ember, you know, when we launched our token, one of the main thing, you know, taking this post pre-sell into the secondary market, we needed to enable or facilitate at least this purchase of a token. And ultimately, what happened is that, you know, we did not have this set experience for us. Uh, so we ended up sending pretty much everyone to PancakeSwap. And this experience a couple days later brought us to think that for multiple reasons, it's definitely not on par with what we want for our community, but ultimately align with our vision and our mission. This is something we feel is a shared feeling 
with other you know, project leaders like ourselves that they have to deal with on a daily basis. You know, uh, generally speaking, if you think about the purchase of a product, it's not very common that you go on a store or something like that. And when you, you know, you arrive to a point where you feel excited and enthused enough to, to want to purchase the good that they tell you, well, unfortunately we don't sell it here. You know, we, we'd be happy to sell it to you, but unfortunately we just don't. So if you want to buy this, uh, this good, you actually have to head out somewhere else. And this is obviously nonsense. Uh, so few days after our um, our secondary market sort of sale, we got together and we we decided to look at what can we do to better uh, this experience. And it came you know to a conclusion, and I think this is a bit of our style is normally when we face a problem, we start ranting about it, me specifically. and uh, <laughs> and we're like, this does not make sense. And we started looking at options, and ultimately, what we came out with is, you know, this this thing that we called for quite some time the buy button. And ultimately, today, it's something that is about to be branded, but has an official name, which is called Amber Checkout. And its whole purpose is to, and it, every time we showcase it, and I was showcasing it to a friend this morning, and after I did the demo, he was like, "Why isn't it like?" Like this seems so obvious, mm-hmm. and this is something you say as well. You know, uh, you know, Rob. You know, often it's so obvious that it should exist, mm-hmm. and so bringing this into the market will, we believe, obviously be something huge. But it's something that the end user expects. It's not something that the end user will be, you know, doing like wow. Because for those that haven't come in and experienced the complicated ways of purchasing a token, they're not going to know how much better the experience this is. is. Yes, exactly. So for your average consumer, their level of expectations are as high or even higher than what we're about to deliver. Because for them, they're used to the e-commerce world. They used to to go out there and purchase goods and, you know, they don't ask themselves any questions. They just go out there and they purchase whatever they want. But when they'll come and purchase a token, it'll be just like anything else. So this is what we're trying to build. So, And this is a standard that we think, I think also this is a standard that once once this becomes, you know, commonplace, that really that we believe that we'll be so far ahead of the market because, you know, well, as before we were preparing to be able to show this to the public, we were looking through, you know, multiple tokens and stuff that we can use as an example. And there is obviously a need for this because we found that a lot of people on their web pages were doing their own sort of patchwork half measure to try to sort of alleviate this problem, but in reality, just still overcomplicating it even more than also even segmenting of there's no continuity between these websites. So it's making it even more difficult because, you know, there's this patchwork happening there. And so we really can see as we, even as we were just doing this, you know, preparing for it, it that there is a demand. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm just going to show you on two folds and Rob will assist in commenting as well yes. as he can. <laughs> for those that are just listening. Exactly. So I'm, I'm going to do two things. So I think it's important to emphasize on 
One part is how big the problem is. I, I sort of ex, you know explained it, but we're going to go through a, a short example. And the second thing is that we're going to show how actually big the opportunity is. And I think we, you know, I, I don't know if it's because we haven't emphasized enough how big the opportunity or how much of a problem this is solving. But in this show, this is what we want to set the stage for. We want to make sure that everybody understands that there is a massive pain point out there that end users, when they want to purchase something that they truly believe you know, could be the next biggest crypto project, if they don't come from a place of experience, it's just full of red flags. It's paved with red flags. And the second thing is that if you're a project leader and you want to enable this, you know, enable your your true believers and making sure they're able to purchase it, your main focus will be how can I make sure that I get 100% conversion? Just like any product out there, you know, if someone says I want to buy, then there shouldn't be any reasons why he is not able to fulfill his sort of wish. And we will show you how complicated it is and ultimately what this means for both the project leaders, the investors, and the market as a whole, because this will essentially increase conversions by 10x easily of what you see or what it could be. Because right now, it is what it is based on how complicated it is. It's not what it is because it's easy. It's what it is based on how complicated it is and based on the fact that most of the people, I would say 90% of the people that are purchasing, they've either been helped by someone, they can't figure it out on their own, but they've gone through a lot of hoops and loops. They've taken risks without even knowing if it's going to work. And basically, they went all in, you know, as Matt Damon you know, was saying in the crypto.com. <laughs> what did he say exactly? It says, um, go ahead, look it up. Yeah. But also, as you're saying to let you guys know, is that when it comes to conversion rate and how important this is to a business, especially when it comes to these project managers, is a ton of time and effort is spent on, you know, strategizing on how they're going to market it, being able to spend a lot of marketing dollars, you know, when it comes to also maybe they're paying for influencers. And there's a large portion of these people say, okay, great, I want to be a part of this. And then they come to their page and then they hit a wall. So that's literally marketing and resource dollars going out the window because you don't have that high conversion rate. As Matt Damon was, what did you find that we said? <laughs> so, I mean, ultimately, Matt Damon says that fortune favors the brave. And the reason why it makes so much sense it's because it's complicated. If it'd be easy, it would have no leg in crypto. So the fact that it holds up, it means that purchasing crypto is not only something that is, is about risk, it's not easy. It's quite an achievement if you, you end up being be able to purchase this. Exactly. And there's, there's real risk before even purchasing. I mean, one thing is all investments require risk, but it's even risky to the consumer just to buy it. That's unheard of in any investment you know, strategy. So without further ado, let's stop uh, chit-chatting, Rob, and let's get into it. Um, yeah, absolutely. Let me share my screen. So I will be sharing a specific tab, which is the start of what I would consider... Your journey into purchasing... Yes, exactly. So let me show you based on 
Okay, so this is, as you can see, for those that are familiar with CoinMarketCap, this is in the exchange, uh, decentralized exchange area. And it, you basically choose PancakeSwap. And you can see pretty much on a daily basis which token, you know, how well they're performing. And we're just going to take, let's say... Also, too, as well, for those that are listening, too, is the big number on top, which is very important, we'll get to this later, is that so far there's already over a billion dollars in trades happening just today. I mean, the level of, that's insane. This is just on one exchange. And we'll, we'll break this out a little bit more, but I kind of wanted to add that for those that are listening. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's just take this uh, token here, Oracler. I have no idea what this token does. So... Oracler, I don't know what they're doing, but they must be doing something well because today they've been trading for $27 million. So they must be doing something great. So if we go on their website, I'm sort of you know looking for the next crypto gem. And I'm like, okay, so this is uh, you know Oracle base play to earn NFT. Obviously, we're not here to do an ad for them. But the point is, if I want to purchase their assets, like, how would I go about it? So the first thing I'd be looking for is how do I buy? And your average sort of call to action in the crypto space is essentially a contract address. And if you're not familiar with what a contract address is or what can it do, then you're pretty much stuck here. You don't know how to yeah. buy it. Yeah, if you don't know what this little symbol is or, or what any of this means, this is entirely Greek to 90% of the population, even a huge portion of the people that already may be invested in crypto, people that may buy Ethereum. And we see this all the time with people I know that own Ethereum. They're like, it's not on Coinbase or it's sort of on CoinMarketCap, is it? They'll have no idea what this, this hieroglyphs basically mean up here at the top right corner. But let's say, let's say, okay, they've done something right here. They say buy ORKL. It's already listed on PancakeSwap. Okay, fair enough. So I'm going to click here. Oh, but they're taking me to PooCoin. That's just great. How do I buy on PooCoin? So you, you just lost me. Obviously, you just lost me. I don't know how to do this. Let's say I'm a bit more advanced. Let's say someone have told me I, you know, Halfway through, I know how. So I'll just copy this. I'll go to PancakeSwap. Maybe you should time me, uh, <laughs> Rob, just <laughs> yeah, to see how, long, see how, how much long time it's going to take. <laughs> okay, so I know because, you know, I'm sort of a veteran. I'll click on exchange and then I'll go here and then I'll add the specific token. I'll import it. And then, oh, this is the first red flag. It says anyone can create a BEP20 token on BSC. In a name including creating fake version. So, uh, okay. So, am I continuing? And it says as well here that there's some form of unknown source. Okay. Well, let's say, you know, I've I've listened to Matt Damon, and it says fortune, you know, favors, favors the brave. The brave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm one of the brave <laughs> one out there, and I'm gonna, you know, agree, and I'm gonna understand that things may go wrong. <laughs> But I'm willing and to take one, that risk, though. <laughs> so this is done, and basically, I still don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how, how do I purchase this? And for those for those that are listening to it, it says it says swap, and you see Oracle with no numbers, and then you see for cake. I mean, is cake the the way that we're supposed to be purchasing this? And is this going to work correctly? How much am I getting? 
all of this still looks like hieroglyphs to me. And even if I was someone who told me, if I told them and explained to them, copy the contract address, go to PancakeSwap, and you'll see the exchange to connect your wallet, there are still tons of roadblocks here, even if you made it to this, to this point. Exactly. So let me show you something, which is basically what we've been working on. It's this Ember checkout. So this interface that you're seeing here is that Ember Checkout is a flexible and embeddable checkout widget for your project. It supports BSC, it supports ETH, it supports Avalanche, it supports Phantom, and it also supports Matic. So for those who thought that we were just going to be releasing Binance Smart Chain, well, you got yourself quite a surprise today because... Ember Checkout is today working in a production environment on five different chains. This is just absolutely mind-bending to know that for a project like Oracler, they could essentially, and I'm going to show you, this is the interface to buy Ember, but us on our end, the only thing we need to do is change the contract address in our admin in the background and essentially, it changes. Yes, and you can see it says, yes, and buy an Oracle with, with BNB. So you have two things that are happening here. Is number one, no matter what chain that they're on, no matter what the project is, that it'll immediately be able to choose the proper token they can purchase this with, and they can embed this on their website. Now, for those that are watching on here, this you know we're only showing what's happening on the underlying engineering. This is all functioning, of course, as I mentioned before. We have some you know beautiful stuff that's going to happen when it comes to the way that we present this to the actual public and the way that's going to work and the the, the way it's going to be beautified with design from Superside. But this is able to show you that. Right away, boom, press one button. And that doesn't matter which project it is. They already know their wallet's connected. They just enter an amount of BNB that they want to be able to purchase. Tells me how much I'm going to get. And it tells me how much the fees are going to be, which is 0.0000.75. As you can see, the numbers have just changed. So it's always live. And I think what we need to emphasize on here is this is essentially a two-step process. The project would basically have a button on their website that said buy, and it would lead them to this interface. You connect your wallet, and it's done. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's as simple as this. And this can be done on five different chains. Absolutely. And what's also great about it, too, is that if you have your wallet connected through, let's say, a BNB, let's say you were purchasing Ember, you found yourself on another web, let's using, you know, a MetaMask, you find yourself on another page that you want to be able to buy this other project that may be, you know, on a different blockchain. Immediately, the Ember checkout will, will acknowledge this, explain that you're on the wrong chain, have you switch chains automatically, it'll ask you if you want to do so have those chains switched, all of a sudden your wallet is now on the chain you're supposed to be and you can purchase with the token that they want you to purchase with at that, at that time, and whether that's their pairing token. Now, this is only the first version. Of course, long-term, they'll be able to purchase with whatever token that they own on that chain as well. So automatically giving pretty much utility to any project that's on any of these chains, all five of them. There's some, there's some stuff that's happening in the background, but 
Again, like I said, this will be beautified. I will be able to add people's logo, design different colors, how they want it to have it look. We'll have different tiers. It's going to be available for them. It will offer different information to them. We'll have an enterprise edition, and we'll be breaking down those. But there will always, always be a free option that any project on any of these chains can utilize where they have a buy button that's pressed. They'll be able to come, boom, right to their own buy button, be able to connect the wallet with a great interface. And as you can see, right now it's buy with BNB because that's just what we have it set as. But in the future, you'll be able to buy with any other token, be able to swap them right for your specific, um, your project. So automatically giving them utility. And just to kind of add the cherry on top, Jason, for those that did forget, is it with our partnership with Wire that soon there'll be fiat purchased. You're like, well, how do I, you know, it's also the product. How do I get BNB? How do I get these other tokens? Soon you'll be able to use a credit card for that as well. And that will be something that's going to be um, pretty impactful. So as you can see, I created, for those that are just listening, I created a, you know, within a second, a checkout flow to purchase Baby Doge. And I could do it with pretty much any token on any chain. I can look at as well, some other decks. Hypothetically, let's choose one of the up and coming Phantom Chain, which, you know, Spooky Swap is just going mental right now with, you know, a little over 300 million in trading volume in volume just today. And if we're going to take, let's say, I don't know any of those coins, uh, but let's just take, so this is Boo, but I chose Zoo Coin which is another one. There we go. And there you go. By Zoo with Phantom. And that's how easy we can implement this on any of these projects on this on any of these five chains. That's over... I mean, this gives us some ability too, especially what I have with our app and with ember.org and especially with the buy button, is to be able to have the ability to over 3,000 different projects that, we'll, that people will be able to purchase, making us effectively one of the largest trading apps you know, in the world. <laughs> I don't think there's no one else doing this. Yeah. I mean, if you add for this simple use case, because as you were saying, you know, Rob, the future iterations of this checkout is to enable more than a single utility for that token. You know, purchasing the asset itself is the current utility for most of these projects. But what if all of these tokens could actually be used as a tradable asset to purchase goods. Mm-hmm. Like if if you don't want to just hold it, you want to use it as a digital asset, then you could basically go and purchase whatever. But ultimately, if you add all of these top decks, these five decks that we've just made this checkout compatible with, we've basically given ourselves a market opportunity that goes beyond $5 billion dollars on a daily basis that could be facilitated by this checkout on all of these projects' website. So when we say that this is going to change the landscape, the second thing that's important is that maybe you've seen it, maybe you haven't, but ultimately every single one of those checkout flows has next to what the person wants to purchase powered by Ember. If you were to choose the best marketing campaign ever, that would be the one. Absolutely, and for a way for them to be able to, just like you would with um, Stripe, you know, that's it's a hyperlink. You can click and it'll send you to Ember. 
they'll be able to see exactly what that actual project is. Because a lot of people, these also that are our investors, you know, are running their own projects as well. They're, they have their, you know, tentacles in multiple things. So it's, you know, this level of where things are stacking on top of each other to be able to give such a, a level of brand identity that, you know, would be unheard of. I mean, we could literally have, you know, brand recognition of something like, you know, Coinbase in a very short period of time without spending millions in, in marketing dollars, which I think is super impactful. I mean, and that has, like I talked about last month, uh, last week about, you know, that's something called consideration when, you know, the value of a company, you know, when it comes to brand recognition and how people, you know, feel about the company that, you know, is priceless. But on top of that, there is also, if you want to go ahead, Jason, and bring up, you know, like we did with that last um, token that you're using when they had 27 million dollars today and what that kind of volume really means for Ember and what that means for you know our our token itself as well because we do of course this is generating revenue those fees are broken down you know in black and white which you guys saw with the demonstration but those you know revenue streams you know not only is it development cost but they're with our buyback and our give back program which will be a large percentage of what we're building from those fees do you want to go ahead and break that down of what that would be yeah, I mean, if we look at this project uh, just a few moments ago that we've explained how their purchase flow is horrible and by the way, you know, if you guys are out there oracler, just give Rob a shout, you know, we'll we'll just make it better. But these guys they sold for 27 million, you know, in 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 you know, in their token for today, their trading volume. And if they were to use hypothetically if 100% of their transactions would go through our Ember checkout at with our current fee and our service fee right now is set at 0.5%, basically 27 million times 0.5, you're looking at, you know, a nice $130,000 just in service fees for one project for one day on one chain. Mm-hmm. And you can see how quickly that that can add up very fast. And I mean, also too, Jason, I'm, I'm seeing some comments here from the community because we are taking some of your questions live a little bit later. But this one I do want to address right now because I think that it's kind of blow the socks off. Someone, if you'd like to go ahead, Jason, and demonstrate, someone would like to see if they'd be able to purchase SafeMoon. Uh, quite a few people were asking us, would they be able to purchase SafeMoon using our buy button or, or Amber checkout? And if they would be able to utilize that. Jason, would you like to like to address this problem? Because I've been seeing this in comments prior to this. I'm seeing comments on it live. I think it's about time we put this to rest. And I think it will really show people what, what this is capable of. Jason, you want to go ahead and scare, share your screen again and give the quick demonstration? Uh, I mean, we can try. I don't know, Jason. You think it would work? You <laughs> think it's possible? <laughs> I'd have to spend money for it and be charged with a horrible uh, uh, ten. Was it whatever their whatever their fee is? Yes. So we're on their on their end, they would have to be charged, you know, for their reflection fee. Let Let me first get the contract address. This is the thing that I, that I that I love about this button is because I would have no problem spending here all day long with people shooting, which we don't want to do. We don't want to waste time that because we have a lot more to get to of people just kind of shouting out, show this token, show this token. And we'll have the same result. Oh, look at that. Buy SafeMoon with BNB or even better, you could buy it with Ember or you could buy it with any other of these, you know, other tokens 
through with what we have. Um, and regardless, we'll be collecting a fee. So there you go. As you can see right there, we can continue. We could actually not do seeing, this. obviously, my MetaMask, but... Yes. And we're going to be able to have, have that to be executed, which, you know, this is pretty pretty impactful. <laughs> so we have it let up there too, which I think is, I think this is pretty fantastic. Now, when you were saying is what we said, the last one was what a $136,000. Exactly. That is, I mean, if you just do the math in your head of how, you know, that would actually work revenue wise, see, and there you go. Purchase with safe, safe moon purchased right live in front of you guys through our Amber checkout and uh, it shows what the balance is and you have your wallet connected. That same process will work with every project on any of those chains, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I mean, this will be a game changer. I hope the community is able to, that was watching that, watching that live to see that happen is that we literally did a, someone did a live call out. We showed that it's working right then and be able to purchase wallet connected. So this is why we have this podcast. I apologize for doing this for anyone out there in the safe mood community. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. This is not a personal hit towards anyone in any project. This I'll is give it back. I will give it back. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got reflections. They're happy about it. Someone, someone got reflections. That that burn wall. I got some reflections for you. But what also too is that is that when it comes to us, when it comes to marketing, and when it comes to you know people that are still sort of in the Moonboard community, there still is that uh, type of culture in the background when it comes to Reddit. The great thing about this is is that no matter what the project is or who it is or what we're ever to say, some people will be like, well, I don't like Ember. I don't like what they're doing with that token or whatever the, you know, what they might be saying, or, you know, I don't believe in any of these tokens. You don't have to, we're not pitching the Ember project. We're pitching this checkout button that anyone is able to use. And if someone's in using this checkout too, with that revenue, with our buyback program, no matter what project that someone's excited about, no matter the potential of what's happening on what chain, it's still always being fed back to our development cost, our development you know, uh, revenue stream, and to its uh, large portions going to charity. And also a large portion will be going into buyback, raising on a continual basis the price of Ember. This is something that is just unheard of. We're looking out for the company, we're looking out for investors, and we're also looking out for the general public when it comes to what we're doing with, with the give back program. And this could be millions of dollars in charity on, on an annual basis. Yeah. The last thing I need to address uh, before, you know, obviously we wrap up this show for today, because I think it was, you know, filled up with excitement, obviously, is that what you've been seeing and this is something that it's important, you know, that and most people will be like, well, that's good enough for me. Uh, what you've been seeing is a non-design product. This is not design. This is functional UI. For a lot of people, that's pretty. For me, it looks bad because that's not what we aim. You know, Rob, you've been saying it multiple times. I've been saying, you know, we're aiming for best in class. So I just want to show sort of the vision that we intend on creating for this space is in regards to the look and feel. What a, a final product. This is what we're taking inspiration from. Exactly. So if you take this 
this is basically your average and standard level of quality in terms of design and experience when you head into a purchase checkout flow. So we're imagining, and this is why Superside is joining the team, we're imagining a full page with some information of the actual token to the left that is you know, filled out automatically when you enter the contract in our admin console. It's going to say powered by Ember pretty much everywhere, terms and privacy agreements if you decide to you know, actually go ahead with these transactions. And to the right, you will actually have the whole sort of swap experience where it, you know, it has the fields that you want to enter, the amounts and everything. And then you have your um, completion next step, you know, success or not success or whatever. And then your mobile experience, again, creating something that is absolutely best in class for any type of project that wants to use Ember Checkout. And then sky is the limit because once you have the functional sort of aspect of your product, you can make it look however you want. So this is so exciting. You know, the team is beyond like mind blown. Yeah, ecstatic. The development team, I mean, big shout out to James too, especially. (laughs) Yeah. And ultimately, hopefully through this show, we've been able to explain to you why we've been so, you know, why we've been working so hard on this. And we believe this is the best first product we can take to market to enable the whole cryptosphere. And ultimately, the way it's been built, we're going to be able to add, if there's a new DEX that pops up overnight, just like, let's say, Spooky or Trader Joe, because we have Trader oh, think, Joe on there as well. I think, I think ADA is trying to do their own decks too as well. Exactly. So overnight, we can basically add all the token that are tradable on that DEX overnight. And this is not a joke. This is for real. The way we've built it, it's infinitely scalable. It can be implemented in a snap. And that's it. Voila. That's as simple as this. Also, too, just to, just to kind of emphasize as well, is that this is entirely developed from the ground up by the Ember team. This is all of our own intellectual property and technology that we've developed. We're not relying on anyone anywhere else to be able to implement this this is something that on the ground level that really that when people, you know, look back, you know, the power of what this is, and this is just the beginning. This is not, this is not the end game, uh, end of all game for Ember. I mean, we've been talking through, you know, th- this entire you know length of our uh, season of this podcast about all the other things that we want to deliver, but this is something that's our underlying technology that's, that this is ours. We built this, everyone will be utilizing this, and not only will they be able to purchase through, um, you know, um, be able to scale this for any other project on any other chain and they can implement it themselves, but also ember.org for our landing page. That means that people that, you know, regardless of what they know about the other person's website, they can just be directed to ember.org and be able to purchase easily any of these projects on any of these chains at a one-stop landing page location. That is massive in its own, its own right. 
Yeah, that's that's for another show, uh, Rob. Uh, the whole Ember thing, you know, Ember.org is going to be, you know, you're looking for a token, you want to buy it, you want to learn more about it, just go to Ember.org. And the whole discovery will be able to be done there easily. You'll be able to, you know, connect with your favorite projects. You'll be able to interact with them, follow them, be able to purchase uh, their assets. You'll have your own profile where you decide to showcase or not whatever you're holding. And on the other side of the marketplace, as we've mentioned, we're building the best launch tools you can think of, all seamlessly integrated into Ember.org from dashboard to launch you know, the elements that are needed that we've used as a proof of concept, you know, from the crowd sale to the vault to, you know, all of these things will be baked in and integrated to Ember.org as a full suite of launch tools for anyone that wants to, you know, basically create the next world-changing crypto project. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, this is, you know, only a series of, you know, really what we want to show with this podcast, putting more product demos for quarter one, you know, not to spoil too much for, you know, other episodes, you know, be doing, you know, product demos, something about comes to the ember.org. And we have an app in the works that we've been talking about for some time as well. And that was kind of alluding to that and that sneak peek you showed with, with Stripe and what we're shooting for, for inspiration. So we definitely are going to have some more stuff, uh, you know, to give you guys and to show that we are thinking that probably time frame. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people ask this, when will they start to actually see this on people's page? You know, we're about a couple of weeks away. You know, we still have the design part coming up. We're still ramping up when it comes to our sales team. And we just brought in a CRM manager to be able to help us out with that. We do want to launch some marketing alongside. And then, of course, we had the legality edge of it, you know, because, you know, the stuff that we've talked about with, you know, with stuff being based in the British Virgin Islands and also, too, being based out of Mountain View, California. We're still working out some of the legal aspects of that, too, as well. But expect this to see this up and running in, in, in a very sh- few short weeks. I mean, this, you know, start to be in the hands of customers. I mean, this is, this is, we're not talking months here. I mean, we're hoping to have a lot of these things, you know, in consumers' hands and in our investors' hands by the end of February at the very latest. Yeah. I mean, like anything we do, our goal is to extensively test through a better, you know, period before bringing this to open market. And we want to also make sure that we give the level of attention that this product deserves in terms of design, UX, UI. So ultimately, I think the goal is, without going too much in a firm date, is that by the end of this quarter, we're going to have a live product in the market. But until then, as we've been saying in the previous shows, we're looking for both a you know a workforce that will help us you know knock down doors and introduce this to as many projects as possible and to build what we could call an order book you know we want to have as many projects out there yeah lined up and also we need some beta testers you know some some projects that are excited about giving the best experience possible to the people that want to support their projects. And this starts with Ember Checkout. So if you know of a project, there's going to be also great things coming out like affiliate programs, ambassador programs, referral links uh, are going to be created. So if you do want to be part of you know, spreading the word, there's going to be tools that are going to be given to you 
to make sure that you're rewarded for referring Ember and, and specifically Ember Checkout. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And speaking of the community too, as well, I did say we're going to take some questions. Some of these I'm going to kind of paraphrase because I think that, you know, when it comes to exactly what you're asking, I think for us to be able to answer it properly, I'm going to be paraphrasing, not kind of name dropping here. But, you know, when it comes to potential customers being lined up uh, in the future, the people that are, you know, ready to go, we're building this database as we speak. But as I mentioned earlier, you know, the system is going to ramp up very quickly, but you can see from the patchwork of a lot of these other, you know, site, a lot of these other projects on their website to be able to try to address this issue with really out with it, instead of kind of making it worse, you know, no offense to any of these projects because you're kind of breaking it up and segmenting it. There's no continuity. So there you have, you know, the demand is there. The demand is literally infinite. And, you know, we're going to be able to hit a lot of these projects hard. We have a lot of people excited in the industry about this. And especially now after people being able to see this work, because this is no longer just some kind of, you know, concept, concept that's kind of hard to, to, to picture and, you know, be able to, is, is be able to see it and visualize it. I think now that the interest level is going to be taking off. This is startup level. This is beautiful. You know, this is tech crunch level. This is, don't be surprised that, you know, in the next couple of weeks, we share an article that, you know, someone's talking about it on TechCrunch. This is proper startup products that we're building. This is where we come from when we sort of seize or, you know, see an opportunity, especially as big as this one, we just gun for it. And we've been gunning for it for the past, you know, about a month and a half. And this is what we have to show. And we feel that this will get people talking. It's newsworthy. I mean, this is something that is really newsworthy. And it's, you know, able to really separate itself from the herd with all this noise that's going on in the crypto space, especially when you have a, you know, a a, a journalist class that's, you know, sort of a little snarky when it comes to cryptocurrency. They see the money that's being made there, but they're really thirsty to see someone kind of break through all of that noise. And something like this is newsworthy. And you'll start to, you know, You'll start to notice that, and hopefully in the media space, very shortly. Another question, too, is here we have from Small Real Bacteria. We have some questions here about staking and how that's going to work. We don't want to really get too much into that. I do know, Jason, if you want to add to that with staking, we do have a version 2 that's being launched very shortly. Do you want to address anything about that at all whatsoever? Do you want to say that for another episode? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're putting together an environment uh, which uh, we'll be able to keep everyone in the loop about, you know, future iterations of our different product and features. Um, Expect to see this, you know, appear probably in the next two weeks, kicking off uh, the the actual launch of this internally uh, tomorrow. So yeah, this is going to be an environment where you'll be able to know, you know, the current you know, versions, what we're working on, roadmap, in progress, in queue, you know, postpone, you know, all those sorts of things. So we can give you a window into what's happening behind the curtains. But I have an interesting question here, obviously, from Jason Foster on YouTube. I was just looking at that, actually. Yeah, he's asking if the buybacks are actually being burned. They're not being burned. They actually added back to the liquidity pool to further the stability of the token and to raise the market cap. Mm -hmm. You've been mentioning, you know, buybacks, how powerful. And again, (laughs) these are all some, you know, parts of things that we've engineered and designed and thought through about this Ember checkout. You know, it's multifaceted. It encompasses a lot of our business 
goals, which is one addressing making sure you know that the token is not left you know apart. And and Rob, you were mentioning you know some some uh, I don't remember what it was in regards to buyback, but ultimately there isn't a better you know business strategy than buying back. Yeah, and just to give an antidote too, like when in Mr. Foster, just to kind of elaborate on this too as well, is that our token's not deflationary. I mean, I I know buybacks kind of for so those that are you know in, in this space in the actual you know stock world, you know finance world, this is something that's very common. Uh, the best antidote to be able to give that is for those that are American here. When the last administration, and I'm not getting political, this is just a statement of fact, when they did a massive tax break for the corporations. And, you know, there was a lot of talk of what were they going to do with this money? They were kind of pitching it as, you know, are they going to, you know, hire more workers, use it for research and development? No, they didn't. They use it for stock buyback programs. They took all that extra revenue they were receiving and they did a stock buyback. That's why once that was done, we had the largest growth in the stock market since 2018 to today, just like they did the same thing with with the money that was given to them by the government during the bailouts during the pandemic, is they bought their stock back. And by doing a reducing supply, they're adding to their own market cap. That's why we saw the most upward trajectory in three years from the stock market that we've seen in the last 20. I mean, the gains were massive. So to use that as an example, this is the same tactic that we're doing. And this is not something that's that's you know we need to have multi-sig on. It involves how to discuss how much is going to go be in there. This is going to be a set amount for buyback and for the giveback. Once someone you know makes a transaction, as you saw Jason just do with Safe Moon, it was completed. That fee, that portion, those will be automatically divided, go exactly where they need to automatically. And all of this will happen all under the hood without anyone really noticing. I'm sure someone who's looking at our chart will probably <laughs> notice a lot of people the, the people buy an Ember on a, a consistent basis because that's part of our, our buyback. Yeah, exactly. Maybe another question uh, before we wrap it up, uh, unless you wanted to dig into something else, Rob, but a lot of people have been asking, what are the actual, uh, how is this fee fragmented? You know, How is it segmented mm. into these three things? So right now we you know we're not going to sort of statuate on the exact percentage because we're yet to finalize sort of the the actual forecast of how much these percentage are actually going to mean and how much do we need what is realistic for one and then we need to take those metrics and go and sit down again with our token economists and really make sure that everything you know based on different potential extremely positive use cases. What does it mean for Ember? What does it mean for the token? What does it mean for the give back? So we're going to play around a little bit more with these percentage, but generally speaking, the angle that we're taking is roughly, it'll look like half of it will be, so 0.25 will be pure revenue for Ember, you know, to fund operation growth and all those sorts of things. And the other, you know, 50%, the other 0.25 will be shared between the buyback and the giveback. Now, this is where we're trying to figure out what's the best sort of ratio, but fear not, it's going to be pretty good no matter yeah. what the percentage is. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some, some, some minutia we're still working out. For those that all of the fees that we collect, half of that will go to revenue, 25% will go to the buyback, and 25% will go to the giveback. Um, those may be some small changes there, but that's what we're shooting for. But regardless of where we fall, it'll benefit, trust me, like I said, our, our 
the things that we want to do best for the company, we want to do best for the investors. And again, we want to do best for society as a whole. And that's why we're going for, for those three options. We want that to be divided as equally as possible. And for you guys to understand too, just to, you know, again, to reemphasize that the 50% that's going to revenue for development, this is not money in our pockets. This is money that's going to be used for you know, ramping up. I mean, these are some really ambitious goals that we want to achieve. We're going to need to bring on a lot of employees, a lot of staff, and people that, you know, that have the experience and know-how to be able to deliver. And these things, of course, you know, are, are, are the cost of company money. Exactly. So, yeah, super excited. As you can see, check out now live on five, you know, different chain from Avalanche to Phantom to Matic to ETH to Binance. Easily, you know, we can just input the contract address. We can change it like that. Start integrating it with any project that needs it, that wants it. And you have the you know the pure revenue for the project to make sure that it's sustainable that it has you know that we're setting ourselves up for success we have also obviously the buyback the giveback plus everything that you've seen is not designed so it, it's looking the worst that it could right now this is just <laughs> <Yeah>. basically some <laughs> seeing barney naked <laughs> it's like it's just the, it's just the skeleton it's really what's going it's on the skeleton the, the the engineering that's happening underneath but yeah we'll be showing off you know in the next couple very shortly of what that design will look like and how that'll emphasize what our vision is so yeah this is really just the first step and two as well like i said we still have fiat with with credit card purchases moving forward you know with our, our development of our own wallet with holding assets those things are all coming in the future you know and also we didn't show that you were able to literally you know exchange you know anything on the bsc for safe moon we you know that's obviously coming as well but we showed the live demo of how that'll work for those of you that weren't you know that listened to us on our podcast format i like i said i really implore you to please the uh, best way to see us either on our twitch tv slash join ember or of course you know on facebook but one of the best ways of course to see what we were doing and showing you know really seeing is believing is of course go to youtube.com slash ember channel it's a great way to see exactly what we're showing here and always be able to see all of our product demos and stuff there as well well listen guys it's been a pleasure you can always catch us every thursday live in the places i mentioned previously at 2 p.m eastern standard time it is on a Thursday, of course. This has been episode 15, one of, I think, one of our best. I'm your host, Rob Velazzi. I'm joined by my co-CEO, Jason Dominique. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Thank you, guys. Peace.